Is the Ahsoka trailer hiding a major Sith secret? Welcome back to Nerdist News. I'm Dan Casey, and today we're breaking down the latest Ahsoka trailer. On Tuesday, Disney released the brand new trailer for the highly anticipated Star Wars spinoff. The eight-episode series will premiere on Disney Plus on August 23rd with a two-episode debut. We're going to break it all down for you in just a moment, including anything you might have missed. And while we aren't going to spoil anything major, if you want to go into the show knowing nothing at all, now's your chance to leave, because we've got to get to work. We have a lot of work to do. Once a rebel, always a rebel. Okay, let's get into it, shall we? Ahsoka is absolutely jam-packed with references to Star Wars Rebels, both subtle and obvious. For example, Balin Skull's line, We are no Jedi, isn't just a badass way to signal that they are not the good guys. Rather, it evokes Ahsoka during her battle with Darth Vader in the Rebels episode, Twilight of the Apprentice. Now, on the more obvious side of things, we get a better look at some of our Rebels' favorites after seeing Zeb pop up in The Mandalorian Season 3. We see the crack pilot Harrison Dula who's trying to convince Mon Mothma and the rest of the New Republic's leaders to help them avoid another war. We also see the surly droid Chopper and Sabine Wren, the Mandalorian revolutionary who now wields Ezra Bridger's lightsaber. We last saw that blue-haired Jedi when the Pergil free-willied him and Grand Admiral Thrawn into the unknown regions in the Rebels finale. We can see those space whales later in the trailer, and they look so much bigger than they did on The Mandalorian. Like, Grogu, good luck. You gotta unhinge your jaw like a snake, buddy. Good luck eating one of those. Now, in addition to learning what'll probably wind up being the Akira slide, Sabine's helmet also has a fun doodle of a loath cat on it. Now, as for Ezra Bridger, he's back in hologram form, and he echoes his message from the Rebel series finale, Family Reunion, and Farewell. There are also two other major callbacks to the Rebels finale. That mural of all the characters together is straight out of Family Reunion in Farewell. And Sabine's shorter hair is from that episode's epilogue. Nice haircut. And of course, another nice way to remind us that we are back in the world of Rebels is the music throughout the trailer, also done by composer Kevin Kiner. The trailer also seemingly throws a bit of a wrench into our initial theories about the world between worlds. It also raises a major question about the mysterious Balin skull and offers an unexpected connection to the rise of Skywalker. Somehow Palpatine returned. The trailer opens with what appears to be at first an Imperial Lambda shuttle flying towards an unassuming New Republic spacecraft. But this ship belongs to the mysterious Force users Balin Skull and Shin Hati. They're about to ruin a New Republic ship's entire day, if not their year. Skull's voice intones that war is inevitable as Hati turns the poor Mon Calamari aboard into fish sticks with her lightsaber. In case it wasn't abundantly clear, Balin says we're no Jedi, in case all that murder wasn't an obvious clue. Now, the trailer seems to poke a major hole in one of our earlier theories about Skull and Hati time-traveling back to the events of A New Hope aboard the Tantive IV. Previously, we thought that mysterious liminal space where Ahsoka squares off with Balin could be an access point to the world between worlds. First appearing in Star Wars Rebels, the world between worlds is an extraplanar dimension that acts as the nexus of space and time in the galaxy far, far away. Accessed through a Super Mario 64-style painting in an ancient Jedi temple on Lothal, the world between worlds allows one to access various points in the past, present, and potentially the future. But the larger point this trailer seems to be hammering home is that time is a flat circle. And in classic George Lucas fashion, the scenes of Balin cutting a swath through New Republic soldiers aboard a ship harkens back to the ending of Rogue One and the opening of A New Hope, when Darth Vader did the exact same thing. It's like poetry. It rhymes. Again, it's like poetry. It's sort of if they rhyme. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Every stanza kind of rhymes with the last one. 
hopefully it'll work. Now, we still firmly believe the world between worlds could play a role in Ahsoka. And we say this because trailers, including this one, show Ahsoka in what appears to be another ancient Jedi or Sith temple with similar details to the temple on Lothal. Embedded in the wall above the figure's hands is a large orb, and that is used later to activate a device which creates a galactic map. Now, this detail in particular feels reminiscent of Ezra Bridger's experience with the Mortis gods in the Jedi Temple on Lothal, so maybe another Rebels connection. Ahsoka has been hearing whispers of Grand Admiral Thrawn's return as the heir to the Empire, and this title bears particular weight, because it's the same title as Timothy Zahn's 1991 Star Wars Legends novel which introduced Thrawn. And that book could also give us our best clue yet as to who Balin Skull actually is. Because at one point in this trailer, Balin tells Ahsoka that Anakin spoke highly of you. And that's an odd comment. We've never heard of this guy. We've never met him before. So how would he know Anakin Skywalker? This is where the fun begins. Well, in Heir to the Empire, there is another mysterious older Force user named Joris Sabaoth. Sabaoth. Do you pronounce this? In Heir to the Empire, there's another mysterious older Force user named Joris Sabaoth. Once a Jedi Master, Sabaoth was obsessed with exploring and eventually colonizing the Unknown Regions. And eventually, he was killed by Thrawn's forces. But he was then brought back to life by Palpatine and his sixth Sith science. Now, this clone of the dead Jedi Master was summarily driven insane and ultimately turned to the dark side. So, if Skull is, in fact, a version of Joris Sabaoth, then it would make sense how he might know Anakin and why he so vehemently denied being a Jedi. But remember, there's also a major mythological connection to Skull and Hati. In Norse mythology, Skull and Hati are the twin wolves who chase the sun and moon, respectively, and they try to devour them. During the events of Ragnarok, the apocalypse that signals the end of the world, they finally catch their prey and plunge the world into darkness. And here it seems they're trying to do the same thing. They're trying to catch Grand Admiral Thrawn to plunge the world into darkness and fulfill whatever purported ancient prophecy that they're actually seeing through. Of course, it might not be a prophecy at all. It could just be one of Palpatine's schemes, like, say, Project Necromancer. You may remember that most recently from The Mandalorian. It's a means to resurrect the Empire and himself to bring about a new age of darkness in the galaxy far, far away. Now, whatever the case may be, the point is Thrawn is clearly the key. And Skull and Hati are not alone in their search. Joining them is Magistrate Morgan Elsbeth, who you may recall from The Mandalorian Season 2. She had a showdown with Ahsoka on Kalodan. Not to be confused with Kaladan, because nothing in Star Wars has ever been directly inspired by Dune, right? Nothing. Never. They're having their evil meeting in what appears to be the ruins of an ancient temple, and it looks like that orb from the temple wall is the key that unlocks a map of the galaxy, maybe of the unknown regions where Thrawn was taken at the end of Rebels. In previous trailers, many of us believed that this space was actually an access point for the world between worlds, and it could still have temporal implications. But for now, it seems like it's almost a 3D visualization of a Jedi or Sith holocron instead. But enough about that for now. Last but not least, the show may also have a shocking connection to the rise of Skywalker. Somehow Palpatine returned. In one sequence, Ahsoka's battling a mystery force user alongside HK-87 assassin droids. Those droids accompanied Magistrate Elsbeth on the Mandalorian. Behind you! 
and behind them you can see large cannons being assembled. And they bear a striking resemblance to the ones underneath the Star Destroyer seen on Exegol in The Rise of Skywalker. But this place doesn't look nearly stormy enough to be that Sith planet. Rather, this naval base and dockyard could be just one facility where the Imperial Remnant is rebuilding their fleet in anticipation of Thrawn's return. Or, you know, Palpatine's once he works out how to properly pilot that old beef puppet Snoke. Anyway, folks, there you have it. That's everything you need to know about the latest Ahsoka trailer. We'll keep you posted over on Nerdist.com as we count down the days until the show's premiere on August 23rd. In the meantime, tell us, what do you think? What do you think Skull and Hati are really up to? Everything. Let us know in the comments below, and for the latest and greatest in the world of pop culture, make sure you stay tuned to Nerdist.com.